Stupid Hearts Club is yours to enjoy for free wherever you get your podcasts. But if you've fallen deeply in love with the show, or me, even though that's a bit weird because we've never met, then you might want to consider supporting the show via patreon.com forward slash stupid hearts club for about five or a month you can indulge in your sick little fantasy that i am your very own little audio husband friend without ever having to deal with the fact that in real life i leave socks and half drunk glasses of water everywhere either way i'm very happy you're here so please enjoy the show talking to Miles Chapman about stuff. Thank you once again for that little coin, which can't, from the sound of it, have been anything more than a ten pence piece. Thank you again. Um, don't know why I'm talking like that. What is that voice? Thank you. Uh, it's it's sort of a little bit like David Dickinson, isn't it? With his lovely tan all year round that makes it look like he bathes in Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> anyway, making myself laugh there, Saturday morning. Um, welcome to Stupid Hearts Club. Um, I'm not going to do a big chat at the beginning of this one. Because I've got quite a uh, quite a decent length of chat coming up with Miles Chapman, who was on a few weeks ago. We had a real good laugh back in the old days when we were still called GSOH, when we started talking about things that are quote-unquote beige or average or just sort of you know mediocre fucking shit that makes you feel horrible. So we carried on with that theme, and there's a little bit of... Um, sharing of our weird and horrible habits um as well very fun very very fun chat miles is good value as a as a guest on here i must say pains me to say it because in real life he is like having a wasp in your shoe so here he is ladies and gentlemen enjoy the episode i shall See you at the end. Uh, enjoy episode 30 of Stupid Hearts Club. And it doesn't get much stupider than Miles Chapman. One, two, three, four. Are you there, Miles Chapman? I am here. Are you picking me up? I'll pick you up, mate. I'll pick you up and put you on my teat. <laughs> you like that, wouldn't you? Oh, I'd fucking love that. A little milky treat. You're su- suckling your fucking alpha milk. My fat, Beautiful. My fat um, man moob milk. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's really sour. 
really, really, really sour. Curdled, yeah. It's like... Curdled, sour, and really warm as well. <laughs> B- borderline hot. <laughs> It's like it's like primula cheese. Yeah, it's got a skin on it. Oh, <laughs> God, what a yeah. start. What a start. Um Miles Chapman, um anyone listening? Oh, welcome to newly newly christened Stupid Hearts Club podcast. Oh yes, you got the yeah, you've you've uh you've you've given it one name now. You've 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 mm. rebranded. Yeah. Yeah. Let, who knows whether that'll make any difference whatsoever. Who knows? But uh, yeah, it's just it just felt like a thing to do. Um, so shitty rainy Friday afternoon. Just yeah, I probably won't put this up till if you're listening to this, it's likely that I've put it up on Sunday. But um, we were gonna meet, weren't we? Oh, I was I was looking forward to it. Like we were gonna meet, and it was gonna be like five o'clock. There's still a good hour of daylight left. And then we're gonna go nice have a beer walk, after little pint. Yeah. Like yes, like the last two or three days, it's been light and sort of like all right, hasn't it? Yeah. And I was yeah, I was looking forward to a, a chilled end to the week, but it's fucking shit weather. Shit. I mean, yesterday was lovely. Yes, mm. yesterday was delightful. It was actually about fifteen, sixteen degrees at one point. It was you know almost t-shirt weather. I couldn't believe keep, it. Keep teasing us. Nah, it's not on. What are you What are you up to then? Not much. Uh, my eldest daughter's just come down with COVID. So yeah, no. although I'm not legally uh, duty-bound to start home anymore, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go wandering around. I don't think it's fair, Billy. So, um, I mean, obviously you can test and, you know, while... Yeah, well, that's what I'm going to do. I mean, I'm, I, I tested this morning. I'm completely fine. But, um, I've yeah. I've seen I'm, a few people get it this week. It's a little bit annoying, isn't yeah. it? Because it's like... Because we've gone, oh no, it's all right now, and then the law changed. We've all gone, well, the law's changed because it's not here anymore. Well, that's just not true, is it? Yeah, it's just here. Of course, it's here a bit less, but just because it's buried beneath all the all the all the horrific news at the moment, yeah, we don't no. see any more of it. People just forget about it, don't they? But, yeah, um, like, yeah. I mean, not that I ever go into politics and taking sides on this, but yeah, Boris has fucking swerved swerved getting the boot oh isn't he just oh what uh, yeah because he'll just say now you know uh having a birthday cake with 10 people is just so petty and irrelevant it's like, all right everyone's moved on what he'll say is i think the public have moved on yeah yeah but uh you know and to be fair the thing that distracted us was so mega fucking um, i think it's all right i feel better talking about it now that it feels like even though it's still horrible i um what are we about two and a bit weeks into this fucking Russian Ukraine thing? It's absolutely hideous. It's hideous, but there was like a few days early on where everyone was just like, "Oh my fucking god, there's going to be a nuclear war." And I yeah, think, uh, I, I, I was yeah, it was yeah hideous. Uh, I just kept looking and trying to find any article about you know is Putin capable of pressing a red button? Is he likely to do yeah, that? I mean, you know, it's like as if like you should you know believe an article anyway. It's just daft. Yeah, it? absolutely. But you just you're just trying to find. Enough evidence to say no, it's fine. He's not going to do it, so you can rest easy. But um, yeah. yeah, I've got to say, I mean, I didn't want to make a th- too much of a thing of it on last week's episode. I, you know, I usually deliver one one episode a week, but I'd say my my hit rate is about four out of five. I deliver, and like one of them will probably be a couple of days later than I meant. Yeah. Like, ideally, I would, I would kind of like like it that I. Uh, drop every sort of Saturday afternoon or every Sunday morning or something. But sometimes it, sometimes because it's waiting for when a guest is free, 
but some sometimes uh, it's uh, you've got to be in the mood to be able to sit sit if I haven't got a guest then I've got to be in quite a good mood to be able to go oh yeah I know what I wanted to tell you and blah blah, blah. I, when when the wall k- kicked in the first week uh, the first certainly the first few days as well as shit weather and whatever else I was I was like I can't fucking press record did it well because I just yeah. would have it just would have literally been um the patrons listening to someone worrying about the world blowing up yeah okay, no, well I, it, it's it's, it's uh, incredible it's affected my my youngest daughter who you know i think oh, i mentioned really? her here before she's been diagnosed with asd okay uh autism she's on the spectrum and this 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 news has terrified her oh. you know she's yeah she's been really really scared and you know i think genuinely starting to believe that something would happen like we'd get bombed or um oh we'd get dragged into the war somehow or we would um we would you know the whole world would be you know blown up with nuclear weapons so you know she has been really worrying about it and it's the first time that um anything like that has happened since world war Two. so i mean it's 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 weird for me really let alone um well, it is, and it? that's the thing age, right you know. now. It's like it is, and it isn't. It's it is the biggest thing in Europe, obviously, for a long yeah. time. But <clears throat> but really, you know, there's always a conflict going on, always. Oh, somewhere. somewhere. And and we have been involved in some of them, and we have, and they've been involved in some of them. But this is just the. Uh, it was the most kind of like holy fucking shit news flashy kind of. No, thing absolutely. For a long time. I mean, as long as long. As I've been alive, there's always been some sort of nonsense going on somewhere in the Middle East, isn't and it? We are we are going back a bit. Always. <laughs> Sorry, we are. we are going back a bit. Yeah, but no, do you know what I mean? Now, there's all there's always been something going on. Like you, rem- East, you remember the Crimean War when it was on horses? <laughs> of course I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like sh- what you had to go to the cinema to watch the news, didn't you? <laughs> With a bag of chips. <laughs> no, a bag of scratching. What, what oh, the little what? fried bits you used to get at the bottom when we couldn't afford chips? Even couldn't even afford chips. Dif- they've got different names in different places. Then they have, yeah. They're called bits or scraps or whatever. S- like. I think scraps is around our way. You got any? Really? You got any scraps left, mate? You it's encouraging to hear that the scraps down south because people tend to think that's a northern thing. Yeah, but I don't um, know if you could buy them anymore. I don't think. I don't think people are that impoverished, are they? To, just to go to a fish and chip shop and buy scraps. Maybe they are. I don't know. Well, uh, yeah, there were more. It wasn't like, well, maybe it was like, yeah, you're right. It's a cheap thing, but it was more like a kind of like if you were a kid, it's like fucking ace. Like that's like a yeah, a Moorish fucking very bad for you snack. Oh, I loved it. It was like the equivalent of or yeah, it was the equivalent of that sort of off off limits food, like you know, licking out the uh, the bowl <laughs> before the cake was baked, all that sort of thing. You know, yeah. stuff you're not really supposed to eat. Yeah, and, I like that. Um, yeah, um, I do. What should we call it? Auxiliary food. Auxiliary food. <laughs> Right. Out of, what yeah. is your favourite auxiliary food then? Mine. Oh, good question. I, I well, it always used to be um, licking the bowl out or getting getting the spatula and scraping all the last bits of stuff out. If mum made a chocolate cake, or whatever, oh, yeah. that would be good. Off, uh, off a rubber spatula, ideally. Off, always off a rubber spatula. Absolutely. Um, that's a good question. I thought, oh, have you got a favourite one? I mean, because you mentioned the bits that. That uh, you know, chip bits that that works. But I think specifically, if I've made and and this 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 isn't me trying to be uh, um, like a war hero, but chicken mm. Kievs, right? Well, seeing as they're in the news, when you do a chicken Kiev in an oven tray, yeah, and a bit of it sticks 
Oh, and stays on the bottom of the pan. Right, right. So you eat yeah. your Kiev, and then you go, oh, fuck. Um, oh, that's going to take some shift in when, before you wash it up. And then So you get, like, the, uh, you know, the fucking thing that you pick, that you might have picked that whatever, like the, uh, not a spatula, but like a, what do you call fish it? Fish slice. Yeah, like a yeah. fish slice. Yeah. And just scrape that bit of burnt off. Right, that generally, there's all sorts of things that go in the oven and that that will come off and that, that will be a really intense little hit. But specifically in a chicken Kiev, because it's breadcrumbs, but it's had a bit of a little garlic in, hasn't it? Yeah, and loads of butter or whatever, yeah. So it's that, really, that, like, yeah, it's lovely. Intense little burnt bits. Um, I'd go for that. Or or the other one I would do go for is the bottom of a bag of Twiglets or the bottom of dry oh, roasted yeah, nuts yeah, that... when you get that powder. Yeah. yeah. And it's just What's so it like, dust oh, it is makes... quite yeah. good, isn't it? Sorry? What's it dust? What's it? Oh, yes. Yeah, do you know what? I love a bag of What's It. That, that, that actually, that because we've had this before. Right? You know, I love my food and I love cooking. Yeah. But I've got a real thing about, I love cheap snacks. I, what's It. So I, could, I could demolish... A huge, a bag the size of a pillow, you know, happily. Completely, like if they yeah. sold bags of what's it dust to just to dab with your finger, oh. I reckon I reckon you'd never stop. You would just dab <laughs> one thing, one finger coating at a time, and you'd get you you'd basically your finger would be permanently orange, <laughs> wouldn't it? You wouldn't, wouldn't be able to get it off. Like you know when you have a curry and you get that yeah, yellow yeah, yeah. turmeric on your fingers after you've eaten. Or the other one is the only thing I don't like about Twiglets. After I've eaten, it looks like you stuck your finger up your ass. You can't, <laughs> you can't get it off. It's sort yeah. of like this. It does look like actual grounding shit on your fingers. You can't. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I love Twiglets as well. Twiglets are ah gorgeous. What other auxiliary foods are there? You've got cake licking. You've got, you've got sort of round, round sort of a, a nearly empty jar with a spoon, just trying to get stuff out of the crease. Yeah. Right, so marmite yeah. and peanut butter. Yeah, absolutely, hundred uh, percent. Trying to think, think what else is really. I get, I get quite stressed out by a dirty jar because it's not that easy to wash it, is it? It's like, well, what's you know, like you can't quite get in there. So, like my technique is quite a bit of um, washing up liquid into the into the, you know, the sort of mess that's left. Yeah, very hot water. Sh- shake very vigorously. Shake as if you're making a salad dressing. Yeah. Exactly that. Yeah. yeah. Or a cocktail <laughs> of peanut butter and fairy Pe- liquid. Peanut butter and fairy. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Mmm. Nice. It's magnifique. Yeah. What else is there? All right. So obviously, off anything like obviously roast roast dinner stuff. So like chicken skin can be good. Oh, or or, or the bits of roast potatoes didn't quite yeah, come well, off the pan. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're just amazing. Yeah, that's, that's the one. Um, but yeah, auxiliary food. I think it's a. I'll have to have a good think about that. Mm. Um, about what uh, what are, what are great auxiliary foods? There's quite a few, isn't there? Yeah, and this is the, um, the sort of light vibe that we that I feel like we all need at the moment when we're yeah. worrying about such uh, big things. I remember when my uh, me and my friend Pete McGinn, when we were about eight or nine, he used to go around his mum and dad's house, and he's doing stupid things. I remember we we went through a, um, a time over the summer holidays and making toothpaste sandwiches. <laughs> and I remember just because we could, I remember getting a, a, a like a mother's pride or a sun blessed loaf out of their cupboard and just <laughs> slathering it in Gibbs SR and eating go and going, Ash, it's not too so bad, is it? Slathered it in what? Gibbs SR. Do you remember Gibbs SR? It was like a type no. of toothpaste. Yeah. 
fucking Gibbs. Uh, I'm, I'm Gibbs, yeah, that. Gibbs. And uh, going, oh, that's, that's actually not too bad. And another thing I did when I was about 18, so bloody, so stupid, I, uh, I had a mate, Simon, and I still in contact with him every now and then, and I found my granddad's old pipe uh, in, oh, uh, yeah. in the house. So I thought... And I was smoke. I was a smoker anyway. And I thought, oh, I wonder what it's like to smoke a pipe. So I bought a little pouch of Erinmore pipe tobacco, and Amazing. we we smoked it. And then he said, and it, it is revolting, obviously. And he said, it, you know, old grey tea, the big old grey tea that looks the same. So we tried smoking the old grey tea. <laughs> Plus, we made a, so what we did, we smoked the old grey tea and made a pot of tea from the Erinmore. <laughs> And we had Erinmore tea. So it was tea made from Erinmore with milk and sugar. And it was, and I remember pouring down my throat, and it was just so it burnt all the back of my throat. Sort of a amateur rudimentary food science. It was, yeah. Because we just thought, well, are they a similar sort of thing? Their leaves are dried. Perhaps they're, you know, it didn't work at all. I've got to say, I've never heard of Gibbs SR. Gibbs SR. But I've just it googled up. it, and it's there. Yeah. And I've got to say, this is not making you look like a young man. This no, it's proper, not. Is it? This is full on like seventy <laughs> suit based. Yeah. Well, it look it uh, looks it looks it's four pence. Let's put it that way. <laughs> no, no, no. To be fair, that's four. There's a picture. It's got four p off. God Almighty! With four p off was a that's quite a lot of money. Yeah. That's probably half price. Uh, yeah, but do you do you remember those uh, days of growing up where you you, you sort of got into sort of cannabis and stuff like that and, and some of water bottle yeah, poppers yeah. from Soho. Yeah, and then there'd be those sort of myths, urban myths going around about certain normal banana products. Skins. Yeah, dried banana skins. And I remember once a guy I knew said, uh, have you ever smoked old man's beard? And I was like, well, what's that? So <laughs> so we went, up, we went up into the woods near his and there was this plant and it just, it still grows now. And it, it was like this wispy white feathery stuff all over and it looked like an old man's beard so he said oh all you got to do you roll it up in uh in a bit of you know uh what's his name uh rizzler yeah. with a bit of tobacco and smoke it and of course we did and all it did was give me a really awful headache and throw up it was absolutely horrendous just didn't do anything that's that's what being that age is all about yeah smoke it i remember someone said, basically you smoke see it. what will see what will fucking get you caned or kill you yeah, and I love, I love also love uh, kids of that age. That not only would they sort of say, "Have you tried it?" They'd lie about its effects. Yeah, I remember yeah. one kid saying, "I smoked an energy once, and I was out, out off my head for a week." <laughs> <laughs> Smoking an anodyne. Fucking hell! Yeah, I remember <laughs> Absolutely the Absolutely brilliant. Thing. Amazing. Not sure whether I ever did it, but I think we sent off for some legal weed out of the back of Viz once, and that was bollocks. Yeah. But, um, legal weed Jesus yeah, yeah there was like wow. adverts at the back of Viz magazine yeah that rings a bell and that it does like ring a bell legal yeah. highs and all that you know yeah bloody hell. nonsense did you ever yeah. smoke fags oh yeah did you yeah oh yeah I was a proper you know I was a smoker smoker yeah I mean I, I love smoking right. don't make out like you're like I the remember... chairman of smoking no 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 but I remember <laughs> being sort of 14 or 15 and every fibre of my body wanted to smoke because I just wanted to feel grown up and in with a gang. And yeah. at that age, you actually, you know, this, we're talking about 1984, maybe earlier, 1983. But if I started smoking, I'd probably have more chance of pulling someone because I'm smoking, because I look cooler. Definitely. I mean, how ridiculous is that? 
fucking ridiculous. Yeah, did you? Are you were you a smoker? You, you were, were, yeah. You? I was, you know, like when I was a kid. Well, not a kid, but you know what I mean, like sixteen onwards. Yeah. Um, and I think about how younger looked. I looked like, you know, fucking Fred Savage in the Wonder Years. <laughs> little effeminate wrists trying to look yeah. cool smoking. Just absolutely pathetic. Yeah. I mean, how long ago did you pack in? I I would still um, I would still go God bumpers a fag long after I'd stopped. I never smoked like in the day and all that, but just like yeah. whenever I was out. And especially you had a when couple you, of beers. When you think someone, you could yeah. smoke in places as well, so it's yeah, just like yeah, oh, it gives yeah. one of them. Uh, I would, yeah. I used to be maybe, yeah. I'd spent ten fags on a night out or whatever. Yeah. And I was still doing that into my thirties, and then that started to be the the most painful element of the hangover. So, I don't know. Like I still used to have a packet of fags in the house, even about five years ago. Oh really? But it's just stopped, just totally stopped. Yeah. But then same saying here. that, and I'm, I'm, this is a weird thing to be worried about because it's obviously like, you know, no one's obliged to be drinking a certain amount of booze. I've started to feel slightly like, oh god, have I got a? If if I go to that thing, and I want to go to that thing because that's how we as a culture congregate and go there to that thing. It's someone's birthday or whatever. Or mm. why don't you come out and we're all having a few drinks? My body is sort of really screaming to avoid alcohol at the moment. It's really fucking really. Weird. When's the last time you had a drink? Drink? No, but I'll have I'll have like you know I'll buy you know like the mini bottles of wine. Yeah, yeah. I might buy a couple of them when I'm doing my shopping, but it's because <laughs> I sound like an old man here. But it's like I might be making meatballs. All right, so I'll go. I will like a glass of red wine with that. But I don't need to like go through a bottle of red wine or anything like. I won't no, buy. A f- no, no, no. I hardly ever open a full bottle because then half it goes down the sink. Yeah, it's like just now, goes off. That yeah, was yeah. fucking unthinkable a few, few years ago. You know, you buy a bottle of wine, it's fucking getting nailed. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's my my tolerance. I, my tolerance has gone way down here. In, in fact, there was um, there was there was talk of a. Um, like every year, well, not not for a while, but it used to be every year, and then it sort of kid people had kids, and it sort of tailed off a bit, and then it was sort of every few years, and then we had the um, COVID and everything else. We used to have like a lads' weekend, and the same group of people that we've known for years, mm-hmm. and then you know over the years, a few other people like Mark would come along, people that were sort of attached to other people. Do you mind if I bring so and so? There was always a big gang of us that went, and we do a different city yeah. each year, so we do like Leeds or. Yeah. Um, uh, York or Norwich or Cambridge or whatever. Anyway, and um, and each year, and it would all. Oh, you've dropped it. all day. Let's let's do something with our day. Let's go go karting or paintballing yeah. or you know, yeah. I don't know, fucking windsurfing, or just do something that's not. And of course, no one ever organised it, and we'd arrive up there, get there at midday, and we'll get absolutely wankered, and then mm. the following day, and feel like. And the last time I went. Which I think was 2016, maybe 17. And we went to Leeds and I've, I got to like five o'clock and I was like, I, I can't, I've just completely run out of gas. I don't know what to do. What, like you'd already been I, drinking and it was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been drinking since lunchtime. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then I, I suddenly thought, well, if, if I stop, I'm just going to get tired and tired and want to go to bed. If I carry on, it's going to get more and more pissed and just feel even worse and probably throw up and feel even worse the following day. So in the end, I just had to call it a day and go back. It's ridiculous. Well, I, I, I couldn't yeah, do it. I went on a couple of stages. There's just no where, room. 
towards the towards the end of the stag do era there was there was blokes oh hang on sorry we had a bit of weird signal moment there can you hear me oh you're you're, you're doing a norman collier yeah can you hear me now hello I can hear you now. Go on, yeah. go on. So stag do, yeah, yeah. Like fucking going back a bit, but like even this was like only people only just started to be like forty or whatever, and everyone's trying yeah. to be the hero and start drinking at seven in the morning at the airport. But by oh. four in the afternoon, yeah. like we're all in a town centre in like Madrid. I think we we're in Madrid, and then you'll get every, like most of the group saying we need to go in and have a like a kip. And then and then get up and like go again, but like then you've got like twelve men who've gone to bed <laughs> in the afternoon, pissed, and then and then like <laughs> like at least three of them because, couldn't yeah. be woken up. You know, it's just fucking pathetic. I don't know. Like I have lost. It is. It is absolutely pathetic. And then you get you get some you know tit at half two brings over a tray of toffee vodka shots. You think, oh no, really. Like I, I kind of miss my body this. being all right I with can't that. Do I mean, this. always it hurt, but but somehow yeah, I, I do. I, 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 I just, really miss it. I used to love an all I don't day. Know if I can't do going it back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of course there isn't. I'm, 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 there's no way I can do that anymore. If I've if I have like three pints in the evening, the following day I feel a bit shit. Can you imagine doing yeah, like a three, dozen pints over a day? It sounds it completely sounds, murder me. Yeah, it sounds ridiculous, but three is about. That that would be my upper limit of uh, you're going to be all right because still get up normal, you know. Anything over three and it's yeah. Uh, but I'm just saying that would be just on the wire. I feel like I've had a drink the night before, but any more yeah. than that, and it tips over into like oh god, yeah. I feel like shit. I know it's fucking. Did you? Should we? Should we talk about um, the blandness, the beige? Well, let's go back there. Yeah. Do you um, want to talk about beige again? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, so it's just sort of now. Uh, last I, time, I, I, I just. Just calm down. You're not on stars in their eyes. Just, just stay, stay where you are. <laughs> no, what I just want to say to anyone who who hasn't listened to, I don't know what episode it was. It, this is episode thirty. Uh, it's about three episodes ago, ish. Miles was on. Yeah, I was going to say twenty seven, twenty eight. Yeah. And because we had been sending each other, uh, the odd sort of like screen grab or photo or what, something we might be doing where. Where something just uh, makes us feel nauseating, no, you know, something makes us, you know, we feel nauseated if that's the word, uh, by being awfully mm. fucking average and lukewarm and bland and and beige was the word that that we that we centered on. Yeah, uh, uh, we so do do like a beige list. So Miles Miles jumped in with quite a few good ones. And we were going through them, and in fact, we ended up enjoying talking about some of them so much that there was some left over. So I said, "Save them, and we'll do it again." So that here we are. So like, we've yeah. already—if you go back to the other episode, you'll hear us talking about just as one example, uh, live mu- live mass market classical music by someone like Andrew Andre Ryu. Yeah, and, or, um, or, or or rain dance that that sort of thing, isn't it? River dance, you know the. Uh, Sorry, do you mean river I mean dance? river dance, rain dance? What's that? Yeah, river dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, which led on to you know just uh, people going and watching. Uh, that's not watching stand up in an arena. That's uh, just right, yeah. the worst. Oh 
God. Saying out, out. 25,000 people watching Michael McIntyre. Yeah. It's just, you know, and then horrendous. Say, saying the thing he says at work the next day. Oh, God. And then so, repeating. And then it was really funny because then he said, blah, blah, blah. And, and oh, God. So, um, so what yeah, have you still got? Yeah, we tea at the Ritz, didn't we? Tea at the Ritz was one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that um, made me laugh. That that kind of yeah, or, or it's sort of like any sort of this is this is a, a a special posh thing that you you not posh people are allowed to sort of book for one afternoon of pretending to be something <laughs> other than what, the, yeah. what they actually are. Yeah, yes, really. and they dress up to the nines, you know, mm-hmm. in their cheap suits and and mm-hmm. go along and have. Oh, it's just so, I find it so depressing. I actually, really, really I, do. I personally find generically might not be the case for for all of them because obviously some have got decent i don't know some people have got quite an affection for some musicals right certain musicals but generally speaking that kind of like west end fucking like mamma mia is a good example oh i think i I got taken to see that i did by my so we we and the worst of it was we went this is so bad. We actually went on a coach outing to go and see. It's even worse. <laughs> so we got picked me. up and we got picked up like you know those sort of Wallace Arnold style coaches with just old people on it. And my mum and dad yeah. wanted to go, and they asked me and my wife Jill if we wanted to come along. It was my dad's seventieth, so I just felt yeah, duty bound to say yes. Yeah, and so you're we going went. to have to go fantastic, brilliant, fantastic. Oh, it, well, it, oh, it, it was it... actually loads better than I thought it would be. It was absolutely brilliant. And the inside, I was just dying. So they they yeah. do they do the I don't you've been haven't you? They do the musical, mm. and then the the curtain goes down after the, the second uh, the second part, and then uh, the reprises the curtains back back up. All the cast are wearing funny wigs like curly seventies wigs <laughs> and flares, oh, and that's the moment that that is the time where the audience can get up and dance. Oh. Off you go. You know you've got no booze inside you. And he just up, and, and I was called. And you're obliged to do a sort of and I didn't stand shuffle. up. I didn't stand up, yeah, and I was the he... only person on my row that said, and then I had to because I looked more of a cunt oh, by sitting down. Yeah, like I just don't know what my body doesn't know what it's supposed to do in that. <laughs> like it's like the only thing, the only thing actually, the natural reaction that you want to do is to stand up, but almost like you're angry at a football match, like flicking the V's and telling everyone to fuck off. Yeah, we're doing the wanker side. <laughs> That's what I want to do, or or just just fucking walk out. I mean, I would be very happy just. But walking if you out. if you sit down and all the people you're with look at you, then it's like you really are saying fuck you. Yeah. But if you stand up and join in, like you're just dying inside. I reckon I've been in situations like that where I find myself, I sort of stand up as if to say, "Oh, we're all standing up. We're all standing up." But then, like, you know that thing where a chair's tipped up, but you can sit on it, but you're higher up? Yeah. <laughs> right right, right up fuck. in the gods where you've got literally, like, just about enough room for standing up for your legs to yeah, fit yeah. between that and the seat in front of you. But, yeah, you know? like, I'll, 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 I'll sit on the upturned seat, if you know what I mean. So that <laughs> so it doesn't look like I've not stood up, but it's like, yeah. oh, oh, it just it kills me, that. And what used to kill me, you, I, I, well, what kills me, you look around and you see people properly getting into it. Yeah. I'm really getting into it. I thought. I think I saw. I went with a with a girl once to see Buddy Song, and she couldn't get enough of it. I mean, I mean it was only us two at that as well, or maybe it was with a sister or something. But it's like, what? Are you <laughs> the only two in the audience. Like, because like, <laughs> the thing is, again, it's like 
it's like, oh my god, amazing, this is live music. And it's like, no, they've fucking hidden the musicians. The musicians are, are like, put behind or under the, the, the wings. They're not even like, in a pit anymore, no. They're just like, sort of... Like, you mustn't see the light, you mustn't see the people making the music, just... You just have to you have to see the music like it's a picture, oh. um, and the people that go to that like obviously like tourists in London obviously it sounds yeah. really snobby but when you live when you live there, or when you live anywhere and there's tourists like just the the vibe of of uh, that crackle you get outside a venue that's about to fill with three hundred. Beige, OAPs or whatever tourists yeah, yeah. and um yeah I always think that the the classic thing is a uh, bl- like dad's blokes wearing a leather jacket because they're like they're out in London and they've and, got their slacks and slip on yeah they've got yeah. they've got a leather jacket on and so so much aftershave right that yeah. you and feel... a tie on with a leather jacket yeah, yeah. A tie with a leather jacket yeah, you know the uh, look I mean? Yeah. A blues on leather jacket, not one with lapels, oh, no, but like no, a like, dark like a, burgundy or yeah, black like, one. Like a, yeah. like a cab driver's leather jacket. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, but, wear, but wearing so much aftershave that you feel as if you can see the aftershave before you can... <laughs> and then you get nearer, and then you go, oh my God, I can smell it. Like, and like that yeah. bloke's basically... There's like a, a an aura around this fucking... And their face is that sort of... I don't know, it sort of looks like veal chops, but it's been really <laughs> freshly shaved. You know, it's sort of pinky. You know what I mean, though, don't yeah, you? Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Capil- right, broken capillaries, almost a bit. <laughs> it's a very specific thing, isn't it? Oh, it really is. It really, really is. And I find, I just find it deeply bleak. I really do. And, I, you know, I, I shouldn't judge people for doing it because clearly some people absolutely love doing it and go because they go time and time again they're not fucking anyone and no they're not they're not and also like whoever whoever creatively put that together as as cynical as you want to be like who wouldn't fancy the royalties from a fucking West End hit that absolutely imagine the amount of money Mamma Mia's made Jesus Christ yeah and that's been running since what it's over 55 years or something ridiculous isn't it so it's a little bit um, of a. It's a little bit of a. It's a bit of a lazy one, isn't it? Where they've just, that formula and they like do it with different bands. Yeah. It'd be but, interesting uh, to go actually because we've mentioned we've had mod mod chats before. There is there is a, a small faces one. There is a, like a small faces musical, yeah. And you know, you know, it's, quite it's niche. But is it going to be all the small faces songs? I reckon. I reckon it will be their like. Um, wouldn't it be nice to get on me? Yeah. That'll be in there. Yeah. Um, they'll have um, Tin Soldier. They'll have um, Tin Soldier. All... Is that there? yeah, yeah? Is it? I am just a little Tin oh, Soldier. Right. They'll have All or Nothing. They will have um, Ichiku Park, and then the rest will be stuff like By the Who. And because once you get yeah. to the more marginal stuff, people won't know what it is. No, I, I doubt it's all small faces. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they I could like, be, I I like be that wrong. stuff. I remember reading a book. Yeah, the Small Faces is a great band. Read a book by the the keyboardist Ian McLagan, and uh, yeah, not an amazing writer, but uh, he was right in there with all the cool bands of the time. He was in, he was in the Faces, and then he ended up playing on stage with uh, the Rolling Stones as well. Yeah, oh no, 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 just amazing band, and I, you know, I really um, rate rate them as uh, a band, and I rate. Um, Marriott as a singer, and and I know yeah, you yeah. watch you watch the way Marriott performs, the way he sort of 
moves his body and he, that that arm throw is exactly what Weller does. And Weller's yeah. openly admits oh, that yeah, you know, he was a massive totally influence on him. Total yeah. small faces not. Yeah, and did you know did you know that Steve Merritt did the original uh soundtrack as in before it, the film of Oliver? So he he was a West End singer, Steve Marriott. Oh, if you right. go on yeah, if you go online there's all that's how he was found. He he played um uh, he on in the West End. He played uh, the Artful Dodger. You can just absolutely see uh, I it. I think that that vaguely rings a bell. Yeah. And he did. He did a lot of the soundtrack for Oliver. He's got an amazing voice, incredible voice. What's so the famous, the famous sort of songs we would have heard over the years? Like, oh, do anything. If you put in Steve Marriott Oliver, it will all come up. Yeah, on YouTube. And um, also, it's a bit like um, oh, yeah. not a bit, but I suppose a little bit like Phil Collins did a lot of kids. Uh, TV, uh, kids' films and singing, didn't he? Did he? He was a kid star, yeah, absolutely. It's all fucking coming out now. It's all coming out now. Did you mate. do any, uh, um, you know, like early, early showbiz things? Well, not really showbiz, but I did. Um, my so I, I was in a couple of pantomimes that were like semi-pro, I suppose, when I was a kid. Semi-pro. Semi-pro. That basically means they've got two people that do it full time. The rest are just plumbers or something. But I, yeah, I, I, I did. Babes in the Wood, I did Cinderella, and I used to sing on stage and do all that sort of stuff, and I loved it. And mm-hmm. then I just didn't do it anymore. And then yeah, but yeah, if you if you look at uh, Steve Marriott, he's he's all over that. So look, I was go- I was going to jump onto another yeah, another on. subject. Crack so on. I've next, got a, next I've, beige, next beige thing. Now I, before I'll, I'll say what it is, and I'll explain to you why I think it's beige. Right yeah. here we go, tapas, and there's, there's a reason. Oh whoa whoa whoa, come on. Got, what, were you gonna were you gonna have your own version of why you think it's beige? No, I okay. fucking love tapas, but then I, I well, know, I know, I so I, so do that. I, so do I, and the reason yeah, I think on. it's beige is because it's it's become that thing, so it's become so distorted and homogenized and bent out of shape of what it actually is. So yeah, tapas, yeah. the 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 actual. Uh, the true translation is to cover. And the idea was that years and years ago, sort of in the 1800s, they'd have a glass of sherry in, in Spain and they would give a piece of meat or a piece of bread to cover that glass of uh, sherry or beer, whatever they're having, or yeah. wine, to stop the flies getting in it. Right. So that's where it comes from. Right. And then in the end, they worked out that if you give someone a salty snack, they'll probably drink more. Yeah. And then the, and then the tapas eventually evolved into different dishes. So you... So if you go to Barcelona, there's a there's a few streets in Barcelona where you go from tapas place to tapas place. And the idea is yeah. that you have a drink yeah, yeah. and you go to this particular place because it's really known for its anchovies. Or you yeah, go yeah. to this place because it's really known for its hamon or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I hate now is when people go out for a tapas meal, there's no such fucking thing. You can't yeah, have yeah. a tapas meal. Yeah, and what yeah. Do you know why I hate... Actually, this is going to more hate than beige. It's <laughs> because I find tapas the most stressful experience. I hate it. Because when you go with a group of people, you never know what to order. So is it enough? Is it too much? I just hate getting involved with it. You know, when you order something, there's four you, of you and I, they bring three of them. I think we should go then because you'd hate it with me. And oh, is, I can't stand it. This is why, actually, I was about to say I'm gonna I'm sticking up for tapas, but then I've realised that the thing that I do within certainly in Britain, if you saw me, what happens is I, my Spanish comes out because I I lived in Spain. Oh, of course, yeah, and, um, yeah. Like I, I'm, you know, I, I, I basically the level of my Spanish is tapas bar, and that's as far as it goes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But do I love fucking being able to ask for all the stuff in? 
in Spanish and and saying like please and thank you in fucking Spanish. Go on, give, give us an example. Go on. Um, um, hola, uh, deme una oración de albóndigas y uh, padrones y um, dos de bravas y um, um, bocarones y un tienes tortilla española. Vale, una una de esto. Yeah, uh, gracias. Very impressive. Right, so I I'll be chatting away like, but like if he asks me anything, I can't fucking say anything back. <laughs> Because <laughs> they like, think you know what they're doing, so I they talk a million learned. miles an hour, and you just can't. But also, you're in a tapas bar in England where the staff aren't even Spanish, and I'm no. like speaking Spanish as if, as if like, yeah, I've got your back, mate. And they're just, I can tell that they're thinking, oh, you fuck, another fucking prick with fucking tapas restaurant level Spanish. Fuck you, Mister. So. <laughs> But I think right. tapas is beige. It's a really beige thing because people just go, oh, we went for a tapas. It was mild. A lot of people say, we love, we went for a tapas. We, you don't even know what tapas. I hate it. I can't I mean, it. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, if it sh- especially if it's shit, if it's not very good. Most places are shit. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, it's supposed to be like cheap, throwaway kind of fucking shit anyway. So like, yeah. even a really good tapas place, it's fairly fucking kind of basic sort of, Oh, it's cheap food, but no. it's still quality. You yeah. know, I mean, it's not like... I've, I've been for tapas before where you just think, fuck me, that's just been in a microwave. Or... Where, where I agree with you is when where they start using the word tapas with other food, like Indian tapas. Indian tapas. Or ta- yeah, what the fuck yeah, is that? Thank you, yeah, fucking yeah. pardon. You mean, you mean smaller portions, basically, of the same yeah. food? You mean starters. <laughs> Selection starters. Mate, maybe tapas was a little bit skewed because I, you know, it's not beige. It's just I just find it deeply irritating. It's all right. It's a personal thing, I, isn't it? I, I think it's a, so. I'm going to go for one now that really is beige. Wait, before we get off it, because oh, go on, go know, on. At the end of the day, we want to like keep filling time up. Go on. Sorry. On the same score, I'd mm-hmm. say that what's far more depressing is is the. The huge fridges full of like crap starter type food. So like the Indian starter selection, where it's like twenty four fucking like a beige bu- beige buffet type stuff, you know. Where it's oh, like, like you samosas, a couple of spring rolls, fucking bargies, whatever. And it's just sometimes you think, oh, do you know what? I'm having a few beers tonight. I might do a curry, but get that as well because it's like having starters in the restaurant, and they're no, always vile. Isn't. No, no it's it nothing like it. It's just. Literally, like fucking, you know, just fucking cheap fucking shit that tastes of nothing. I yeah, like those worse. spring rolls. You know the spring rolls they do, yeah. and and the veg inside is almost. You know, it, it reminds me of the veg that's sitting at the bottom of a compost heap. It's just gone rotten. It's just might as well. You know, it's just gone mushy, and like, oh, it's just disgusting. It's just disgusting. And on so many parties I've been to, or someone's house, they go, "Come round, we'll have a oh, drink," yeah. and, and they're just, or it's all laid out. Oh, and I think uh, that's it. I always think, look, fair enough. Like they're making an effort in a way, and we've all sort of gotten. It's like you feel like you've got no choice. It's like if you go to someone's house and they've a couple of people are there, and they do that grab grab the bits for the table, and yeah. and you just look at it all, and you just go. Exactly the same things would be on the table at any of our houses. How any of our houses? Just so depressing. Plastic that's, that's... pots of like dips and oh, like the blue cheese dip, the Southern Island dip, and or them carrots it... that have been through a machine that makes them all round. <laughs> Perfect batons. Oh, yeah, just yeah. Horrible. It's yeah. So and I the other thing as well is the um, when people lay it out, they don't even bother to take it out of the packaging, so they just have the hummus in the pot. 
rather than take it out and put it in a nice dish. They'll just leave it in the plastic pot. And you know, I just know that if I eat any of it, it's just going to go straight through me. Like within half an hour, <laughs> that's shit. Because it's all... Yeah, I have had that, actually, from... Uh, Dreadful. I'm pretty sure it was a uh, an M&S, like, lamb kofta-type thing. Okay. Just fucking hell. That was a, a rough night. <laughs> Uh, I tell you what, that's that's what I find. Right, there's two. That's we could lead on to this. So something I find really depressing is standing around with thirty other people picking around a buffet with a fucking paper plate that's bending in the middle. <laughs> you know when you're trying to help yourself and it's just like, oh, oh I fucking just, love a buffet. Oh, I can't bear it. I just you're hate right, it. And though, then, like, yeah, uh... and trying to balance it on your fucking knees or trying to eat it with your hands holding onto the plate because all the chairs and tables have gone. And uh, I think it's, I can't remember who said this now. And they said, someone said, you know, you're in a really, have you ever been in a place of excitement or, or I can't remember the exact expression when you're, sta- you know, when you're standing up drinking a cup of coffee yeah. out of a cup and a saucer underneath, oh. <laughs> you know, you're in a really yeah, yeah, shit, know, like a conference yeah, or yeah, a place. Yeah. Oh, you know, exact small talk. It's oh, utter God. small talk, isn't it? Teacup and saucer small talk. Yeah. That's fucking worse. The other it's thing about a buffet worse. is, I get dead. I love a buffet. Like I'm a, I'm a fucking greedy bastard. My technique is that you eat a few bits before you put anything on your plate, and then you pile it on, ah. and then you sort of hang around. Like I, I'm terrible. But there's a bit where you, you sort of look at it all. You can't wait to get stuck into that lot, and you're walking along it, and then you get halfway, and you think, oh, and then you realise that the second half of the table is just a reflection of the first. <laughs> Because they put the same fucking thing. Food up, they've run out. They're absolutely, so they just so, split it in two. Why didn't you put it all just like on together? one big pile? Yeah. But actually, you, you, one of the one of the uh, human behaviour elements of that is my worst thing, and it ha- it's definitely true of a buffet. And in, we never used to have this anywhere else. But seeing as we turned into that sort of go to somewhere to get all your lunch stuff out of a fridge, yeah, right, the hovering that goes on either in Pret or M&S around the bit where there's like crap plastic plastic pots of salads and and you, you end know. up putting your, your arm between two people going <laughs> yeah. sorry excuse me just because they're just in the way and you think all and I'm going to do like, is just grab that sandwich you know and, and you can feel there's a there's a slight risk of uh, a basket in a shin <laughs> that makes me really anxious like I'll just be looking I'll be looking I'll have my eye on six vine leaves right and I'll think yeah. all I want is for them six vine leaves to be already in me and it's done and I've got rid of this bit of plastic and we're done but yeah. in between me and that is is two or three ignorant cunts who aren't looking that there's anyone around them swinging their baskets at knee to shin height oh it fucking drives me insane I tell you what, I forgot this just sparked a memory in me. I was really super hungry once. Like, I'm always bloody hungry. There's amazing bakers in Hitchin called Quotidian, and they make all their own pastries, all their own bread. It's absolutely Ew, brilliant. Quotidian? Qu- yeah, it's very like Not Le Pan Quotidian, which is No, a just Quotidian. And our offices, <laughs> used, our offices used to be uh, just up the way from it. And I remember going in there being really, really hungry. And sometimes they would have stuff left at one. Sometimes they completely sell out. And you got there at quarter to one and nothing left. And I walked past uh, the window. There was like four loaves, uh, a, a sweet pastry and a sausage roll. And the guy in front of me, I thought, and, he, and I wanted the sausage roll. And he went, um, 
sausage roll, please. And under my breath, I actually said, cunt. And I know he heard me because he looked straight at me. I've I've been, I think, partly to do with the uh, pandemic and lack of social interaction. I think I've lost a little bit of my understanding of the social contract and the two things that I'm doing. And it no. might be an age thing, and it might be because we've just not been around people and I've, I've been feeling a bit down and a bit impatient, is I've been doing what you just described, which is going, cunts. I've been saying cunts to myself, but then realising afterwards that I did it out loud. But So even if I'm just walking... Yeah, I do it all the time. I say things, train yeah. station, and it's like, I've just got to get around these people, I'll sort of go, cunts. And I just think, no, you can't fucking do that. <laughs> And it's like, fuck, it's too late. Yeah. But I've not been busted yet. But the other one I've been doing, and this is terrible, please don't anyone reading anything into this politically or, or otherwise. When I let a car through, when there's not enough room and you have to stop, and then you sort of... Mm-hmm. Or no, when a car lets me through, I put my hand up in a wave. Yeah. Right? But it's not like a wave. You don't wiggle. You just put it up. And I've started saying Heil Hitler when I do that. That's enough to say thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Heil Hitler. And <laughs> you actually go Heil Hitler? Yeah, to myself in the car, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, like, you know. Now, I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> but, I went through a stage of walking up and down. This I only did it for about a week. For some reason, I found it really funny. It's walking up and down a train car. It's going to be taken out. I have my hand in my pocket. And I do the upward move of the hand, so the fingers went up, and I just under my go, Zig Heil, as I walk <laughs> no, past people sitting down. That's a little bit more. Um, I don't know why, but it feels like that's Zieg Heil. More, Zieg Heil is is more. It's almost like uh, it's more of a celebration, whereas mine is a bit like my joke to myself. Well, I don't think we. I... No, you're you're the Nazi. I'm not the Nazi. The, the joke to myself when I when this person lets me through is that they're expecting me to say Hell Hitler, so therefore I say it. Because when you watch a film, like, um, what's the Richard Burton one where, like, not, not Cold It's the, uh, where, where Eagles Dare, right? When, when, when anyone, yeah. when any of any Nazi goes in a room during the Third Reich, that, that it's like, that, that's their greeting, isn't it? They sort of yeah. go, Heil Hitler, Heil Hitler. And someone else will come in and go, Heil Hitler. Heil Hitler. And they'll all yeah. go, Heil Hitler. It's like, fucking imagine having the power that people have to say your name to each other when you're not there. Imagine that. Imagine well, not that. even there. Miles Chapman? As, Miles if, Chapman. Like, as if they're going to know. As if Miles Chapman? Miles Chapman. <laughs> okay, so uh, just to keep you all updated, guys. It is guys, so weird, isn't it? I'm just handing out the coffee cups with the saucers <laughs> so that so we can discuss the plans to... Uh, to raid Oslo this afternoon with the U-boats. Oh, wait a minute. Here comes John. Miles Chapman. Miles Chapman. <laughs> Chapman. <laughs> it's fucking weird, isn't it? But anyway. So, it's so bizarre, It, it makes it? me laugh. It is really But I also weird. realise anyway. that the, the, the potential is there for that for someone to hear it, see that I'm doing it, or me forget and then do it at the wrong time and um, hurt someone's feelings. Yeah. Anyway, I'm surprised I haven't been caught out, you know, with cunts. I do it all, I do it all the time. You know, I mumble under my breath all the bloody time. But um, It's a bit of a... It's I a, think as you get older, you, it's yeah. just things like that just happen. It, don't feel, know, don't it feels like that's... Some, in some ways, Perhaps. it feels like maybe this is all I've got to look forward to. <laughs> it's mumbling. Oh, just not... Because like, that, 
that something something <laughs> something ah. something people say about older people is oh they just don't give a fuck anymore and obviously that can in the right mood some people will say that like it's a brilliant thing like oh that, that old dear like it's a little bit like have you ever seen like what miriam margulies is like on like chat shows and stuff do you know what i mean yeah, absolutely. She'll just fart in front of people and call you, well, you're a ghastly cunt, yeah. and then fart at them. Yeah, and I don't give a fuck, frankly. Highly amusing. And then, you know, but, but there's a... But obviously, in the, in, the, yeah. in the wrong situation, that could just be awful. But she said she's she sort of got a quite a good sweet yeah, spot absolutely. where I, I, she um, looks like she's I, been friendly and, and she's so simply stating she doesn't really care, but she's got quite a jolliness to her that means that it's not like she's been horrible. So that'd be nice. It'd be nice to be able to be like that as you get older. But what you don't want to do is end up being yeah. I, I think I think you're right. Sleepwalking into saying Heil Hitler and cunts everywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Keep an eye on that one. <laughs> well, Zeke Harling people thinking it's funny, and they'll see the funny uh, side of it. No, I you mean, just Zeke Harling me from your pocket. Yeah, I think so. Oh, from your pocket. Oh, right. I, I, I see. tell yeah, another yeah. something. Well, this is. No, no, I don't. No, 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 I'm saying I had my yeah. hand in my pocket, yeah. and then I, I just sort of, as I walk past, instead of sitting on the right, I lift my hand up so it's <laughs> pointing as if it's like a, and I just go under a bit. I just go as I walk past like that. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, well, Absolutely. Now I tell you something. I did this once at work. This is, it's apropos of nothing. But I, um, Ooh, years ago, I had uh, uh, an incident at work where I. Pulled in. Can you hear me? Yeah, just like I can't believe you said apropos. Can you hear me? Yeah, you, you said apropos. Hello? Yeah, I can hear you. You just made me laugh that you said apropos of nothing. Of nothing. Anyway. You made me want to smash so, you in uh, with a spade. But go on. <laughs> so, um, a complete non sequitur. I pulled into work and there was a car park at the back. And I do this a lot. Sometimes I just do stupid things on my own. Like I'll pull faces at myself in the mirror or... I'll just make stupid noises just to amuse myself. Um, I remember at work, I used to walk down this corridor and I had a side was the IT department and I used to walk down there and just see how loud I could go, without anyone looking up. And then once I did it quite loud and someone looked up. Anyway, oh, just, just because I get so bored. Yeah. Anyway, I was in the car and and I cut, there was a song and I can't remember what song it was. And anyway, I pulled out, switched the radio off and I looked at myself in the mirror and I started going, mm, ooh, mm, mm, ah, e, putting a face like that and just going, <laughs> and I looked to my loud, right just... and the girl that worked about three desk doors down from me was just staring straight at me. <laughs> That's literally like... like... just so humiliating. Oh dear. Yeah, I've, I must admit, I've <laughs> got lifelong, lifelong habits along the same lines right it's just an energy in you that needs to do something stupid that just has to come out in some form and i think that is i would say that is probably nailed on adhd type behavior i would say oh, of course it is and, and obviously because it's been because you've been like that forever is also because all children are probably like that and then you, so at that point you learned that that was normal and then you carried on doing it by which time you'd been told the world would tell you that's normal but what you what i what you've not realised is that other people have stopped doing that because they've got older, but we've carried on. But yeah, I mean, I don't know what I do. Yeah, without, I've carried on. Not without, when I, um, yeah, being able to make stupid fucking noises and daft little things like that. Noise, like, yeah, yeah. Jill, Jill, so she, yeah. So I'll be in the off. Jill, 
I was in the office and uh, Jill's in the office. And she said, I've just been listening to you out in the kitchen. You've been out there for half an hour just mumbling to yourself. And I'm not, some of them I'm not even aware I'm doing it. Just <laughs> literally talking to myself. Yeah. And, like and I used to have a, a thing, of, had a thing or... at work as well that I used to do. Mm. Yeah. I would, exactly. I would be in the bogs. And if, if one of the trap doors was locked and there was no one else in the toilet, I'd always, not always, but sometimes I'd just knock on the trap door and walk out. Like, <laughs> as if as if I'm knocking on a door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just because I know I was just safe that no one would know who did it. Safe. That's the feeling. <laughs> it used to really amuse me. That's the feeling. Yeah. Safe in the knowledge. That's yeah. why I like I like being horrible in my car because I feel anyway. safe. Anyway, me. Yeah. Yeah, I feel safe in my car. Do you, do you, to, to do you when you drive along... Oh, forget it. Do you slag people when you're driving along in the car and you'll see someone walking along? Do you sort of go, look at this? Yeah. Fucking oh, absolutely. You start sort of, yeah. Absolutely. And actually, that game, that is, the, I think the most fun you can have in a car is with one other person being yeah. absolutely vile in all the ways that you would never usually be vile for the benefit of that one person as people are passing yeah, in front absolutely. of you or whatever. Like, just yeah. being fucking vile. Yeah. Like, like, for example, this is awful, right? But I'll say it. Say someone, uh, say someone, for example, I will mm-hmm. go, I will sort of point them out and just tut or something, you know, like, and go, like, um, <laughs> go, come off it, mate. You know, like, say someone's got. I know that's horrible. Please yeah. complain about me, cancel me, do whatever you fucking want. But when I'm with when if I'm with someone I know knows that I don't really mean it, I will pretend to be just awful. And me and yeah. me and the girl that uh, the girl that I was last sort of in in a thing with, we called it being horrible in our hearts. I think that's a really nice phrase, like horrible in your heart joke. It's like well, you know, it's not you don't really it mean it. But yeah. I do that all the time. Not obviously, but but it's that sort of. I, I, it's a compulsion I, I to say the naughty thing. Yeah, compulsion. And and yeah. actually, maybe like at school, you obviously got. Like, lo- you got lols and made friends from being the dickhead yeah. who says whatever. Please don't anyone take any of this stuff to be what we think or Seriously, feel about all these various heart. people. Yeah. Uh, but actually, it raises an interesting question, which Matt and I often talk about. You know, like there's always in comedy, there's always a bit of a thing going on about. Um, you should be able to say anything, or you should be able to joke about anything. And I don't actually yeah. think that's true. I think. My justification is me saying that in a certain environment I will say something horrible to 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 share that I do that. Yeah, is one thing. What I wouldn't do is go on this podcast and start making all those jokes directly, like thinking people think it's funny. In so like I've always felt that like say Ricky Gervais tries to defend, like say using the word mong when he when he was doing all that on Twitter years ago. Yeah, I just thought. Yeah. I just thought, save it for the car, Ricky. No, I agree. I think you know, that's the thing, isn't it? You, you, it might you, be, you, someone might say that's hypocritical, but I think, I think, I, I don't ever, I don't mind being a little bit controversial. I've certainly done some dark comedy in my time, and I've got, I've got work that I've done that's out there that people can still find. And now I wouldn't write those jokes and go. Oh, mm. you know, I was definitely in my thirties showing off when I wrote that. But at the same, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just think. I do think there is there is such a thing as um, 
knowing your audience and a little bit of responsibility involved. But yeah, no, no, I, you know, I mean, I, 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 sorry, what was that? I enjoyed that. Do that again. Yeah, no, no, I, you know, I mean, I, 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 yeah, no, no, I, you know, I mean, I, I, yeah, you I, sound I, stupid. What, what, sorry, what are you saying? Say it again, silly. Yeah, no, no, I, you know, I mean, I, 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 um, sorry about this bit. I have sort of had to do it because not only did Miles keep talking really loudly and nearly breaking the microphone, but we were getting into an area of being horrible, and it was really funny when I listened back to it. Just felt a bit sick, so I've cut some of it out. Uh, and I'm going to pick it up with me telling him off for being too loud. Come on. And uh, the other, I went away. This now, this is. Tr- I went away with the f- going into the red when you're shouting. Sorry, sorry. Just I went away down. with. Um, I went away with uh, my mate. Do you, you know David Crow? Don't know. I went away with him well, uh, for a couple of days about down in Sheringham. He's a lovely man. Well, just, they, anyway, uh, we went away, and I did some decorating doing. And the guy that came round to de- decorate is a guy called Derek Brown. I'm sure he's the world's quietest man because I, I took him up into the bathroom and I said, uh, Derek, this is what needs doing. He goes, yeah, I can uh, I can do that for you. That's no problem. I said, well, you make it look a lot better. Obviously, he went, I can make it look a little bit better for you, yeah. It's like a really strange little guy. Love to be and uh, and I and we just and David and I got this thing. We we're just in the start. I said, imagine if we went up there, <laughs> and you you were behind, and he's painting, and you were behind me <laughs> with your phone, yeah. and I go right up to his ear and cut my hand and go Dah! as loud as I can, right in his ear, like really <laughs> loud. And then what you do, you cut to the scene downstairs where he's sitting with a cold flannel on his ear, going, "Look, don't worry about." It. I said, "Look, uh, yeah, I completely, just, just I don't know what." Both of you've laughed. He's in shock, and then it's. And I go, look, mate, I'm sorry, I totally misjudged the situation. You're I thought you'd find it funny. Overcompensating, making him cups of tea, and saying, "I'll tell you what, I've got a bottle of um, Advocat in the cupboard that we can you take that home if you want." <laughs> but really, sort of like feeling guilty, and he would yeah. just be like, "No, no, no trouble, no trouble." It's no trouble. I said, Dude, "Look," he said, I'm, "I'm not going to do any more today. I'll come back tomorrow." And he's really, yeah. really shaped. Go and in the end, I he gets got more a bit of a headache now, but don't feel bad. He, and he gets more wound up by the fact. Us keep saying you sure you're right, rather than the actual incident itself. Yeah. It, we're just annoying it. Oh, it just really made me laugh. But that's uh, yeah. He would just he would screaming. Gently, he would gently make a fist, wouldn't he? But nothing would happen with that fist. It's just the gen- <laughs> the gentle fist of a, of the mellow man. <laughs> <laughs> like, but uh, what you describe there is, I know you would never do that because you. Of course, I wouldn't. But but it's funny. It's funny hearing the thought, and it makes you do a horrible and your heart laugh. But yeah. Um, but when you think about it, actually, like sort of bullying in the army and the police and things like that, are like yeah. aren't they? Like, me, like men, men. I mean, I know it's to be fair, it's fucking like w- w- girls get bullied by girls as well. I know full well. I've yeah. I've uh, known people who who who've got those experiences. But yeah, men, men can be fucking horrible, can't they? Oh, hideous! I mean, you've only got to look at um, prison, haven't you? You know, prison rules and. It's just hideous. I you know, wouldn't really, last really two seconds. Oh, I wouldn't last two seconds. I'll just, I would basically just go in there and cry the entire time. Just I was in l- there. Curl up in a ball, and then everyone would know that you're, you're the bum sponge. You're weak. <laughs> you're, you're, you're soon to be someone's wife. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The, I'd had one more to drop in, and I, but I think this could be a long chat about it, and yeah, and I'll and it, it, this, this this could be really. I've got to go at six, by the way, but that's all. We've got a quarter now. 
This could be uh, a really obvious one, but I've, I've had an issue with it for quite a while, and it is, I think, really beige, a rock choir. <laughs> that is quite obvious, I have to say, but... Yeah, no, it's not obvious, you know, like, you know, it's all good. But it is super beige, isn't it? Super beige. Yeah, when all the women kind of turn choir, up... Other, all other, the... other than um, gospel, which has just got a fucking mad fucking happy glory to it that no one well, can argue with. gospel's fine. At least people in the gospel choir can fucking sing. Yeah, Anyone's yeah. allowed in a, in a rock choir as long as they just say, can I join? I think that's <laughs> that's that's all you need to say. Mild, mild-fisted, mild um, what was he called? The what, sorry? Your, your, your painter man, what was he oh, called? Oh, Derek Brown. Mild-fisted Derek Brown would get in a rock choir, wouldn't he? Of course he would. Of course he would. Absolutely. And, and and they all. I just hate the way they all wear the same T-shirt. And I really hate the way they try and do contemporary numbers. Oh, now the I've same got um, T-shirt is bad enough on its own. Yeah, yeah. and the contemporary numbers. So they might do something like um, uh, what would they do? Because I'm happy. Because I'm happy. 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 Or they might do. Yeah. Yeah, I looked to sun because one. it because it was all yellow. Da 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 da. The way I da da da. It was all yellow. It was all yellow. Yellow. Fucking terrible, isn't it? And then they wait. The way they all sort of too loud. Stop going so loud. I can't help it, mate. Going into the red mic. Just turn the mic down or something. Then it's just. Ah, hang on. Can't. You sound like a madman trying to attack us. (laughs) Actually, how loud is my mic? That's a very good point. Um, Um, It's it's a fine when you don't overdo it and start getting like a fucking dog trying to get on the sofa. But um, you, you know what I mean about I the uh, them all swaying to the music and um, oh, what's the, what would be the best rock choir cringe song? Um, I think it would probably be um, oh god, there's so many, isn't there? Um, in fact, I've got a I've got a recording here. I'll, I'll send it to you separately. I won't do it on here. It's basically a um, a rock choir in America, and they do an Eminem song. Oh right, yeah, that do. It's it. really bad. That'd it's really really bad. It. Is that a YouTube um, video? I feel good. Da 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 da. <laughs> I knew that I would. Da 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 da. It's that, isn't it? I feel good. Boom boom. So good. And you think boom. the fucking I sexual, do. the boom, sexual boom, energy boom, that went boom, into that boom, original boom. song. I know. And then you've got like two hundred virgins in matching t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Rock ah, Oh, Rock that's choir. funny. And also, it's like it's the best bit of their week, and they've and it's yeah. and it's really made them happy. And you can't argue with the any, any of the um, any of the reasons people do it. And it's like, oh, just sort of you know, you it's just reach an age where husband. I mean, probably. I'm see, I'm I'm at a point in my life now, and I'm like what I said to you before about I feel like I don't want to go out and get pissed like as much, and that's like so. Then I'm going like. Now I'm sort of starting to get a bit frightened of going out. Now, mm. if I if I let that happen, I will then be like, I don't do anything, and then someone will see me when I'm on a train platform and say, "Oh, you look timid and vulnerable. Would you would you like to, to join a rock choir? There's no pressure. It doesn't matter if you can sing." And I'll and I'll make a gentle fist 
as if I should punch like, them. Like Derek Brown. And then I'll realise that my fist can no longer punch. And then I'll and I'll just go, yeah, when, what time do you meet? That sounds fun. And then oh, fucking like oh. that weekend I'll be singing um, You Can't Hurry Love with 200 people. 200 women with, with um, you know, like Oasis hair, but where it's like the dinner lady version. This is going to sound really awful, but 200 women that are clearly going through the menopause. Oh, bless them. It's, yeah, it's oh, awful. It's, it's, the whole thing it's, so it's kind of adorable when you put it like that. It, but, it is. But, it is, but, but, but I, I do right. find it incredibly beige, really. Like, and and because be, they're beige Christmas, versions of terribly beige songs, so it's, it's like double beige, isn't it? When it, when it? when it's Christmas, there'll be the bit where they um, they sort of start singing and then suddenly they all put on a Rudolph flashing red-nosed reindeer oh, and, and, and the audience sort of do a sort of titter, a sort of polite gasp and titter that they've, 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 he's like, they've let a really shit firework off. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. They've, they've, been, they've been slightly reckless and I, I, I love the, um, you know, the conductor at the front will be a woman that's really earnest and really lifting them up and just gets so excited about how awful they are. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, oh, I'll tell uh, you what, I've, I've just clocked because I've just been Googling it to have a look what videos are up. And you, I think you meant, I think we talked about this song because, yeah, that's right, Andrew, it was in the Andre Ryu conversation. One for the money. No, Ooh, Hallelujah. Sure. Oh, God, the Leonard Cohen song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking leave that song alone. But it's more, but it's more the upbeat stuff that really bothers me. The sort of, when I'm happy, la, 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 la. It's that, and it all, um, what else yeah. would they do? Um, uh, uh, what else would they, what would be it? I'm having a look. We've got Rivers of Babylon. Dancing in the Street's a good one. And it, oh, they'll be dancing. Dancing in the dancing street. Dancing in the streets. Dancing in oh, the streets. Oh, what a feeling when we're dancing on the ceiling. <laughs> it's bad. It's terrible. Yeah, you're right. And they all right. they all congregate at the O2. They have an event once a year where all the choirs go. And it's just, they love it. Oh, they all get God. together. Oh, it's just fucking dog shit. <laughs> but because, because linking back to their Andre Ryu one, because I watched, I watched one of the videos again just when mm. I was finding stuff to do this again. Mm. And... Uh, there's there's a there's a I think it's there's a video on my phone of the three girls in ball gowns singing possibly singing hallelujah but there's one oh. bit where you know like you get a key change in a song but the three of them like their their performance is so static with long gloves and all that like it's just awful and then there's one line where it goes up a bit and the three of them walk forward and do one step forward at the same time <laughs> like boy zone but <laughs> <laughs> in a God. fucking, in an orchestral setting, I nearly died. Oh, it's the worst of everything, isn't it? Love it, oh, but I love, just... I love. It's such. This is is it, you know the the glory of beige is when it comes down to it. I do my my values as a human being are live and let live. They genuinely yeah, are. Yeah, totally. And even though like I feel like I'm getting old and I'm trying to keep up with like. Um, uh, what do you call it? You know, single issue politics and all that. As it yeah, as that yeah. gets more and more militant from the younger people, and I'm, I'm going, oh, I've got to try and keep up with this. But I always end mm. up being all right because all I've got to do is pull myself along the guide rope of live and let live that I've always lived by. And then I'm like, yeah, it's all good. You know, there's no well, reason. Well, I'm for very me. much the same. But at the I'm same not... time, I love irrational hatred yeah, of things absolutely. that just wind you up, that feel a bit and shit. I... 
I'm a little bit jealous also, or quite a bit jealous of people that don't get wound up by things like that. That would oh, happen mate, to join listen, a rock fucking, think it's brilliant, you know. Look, what, exactly what you just said, and like when you describe mild-mannered... He's so Derek many, Brown. What, yeah. Derek Brown, with his little limp fist. Yeah. Right? <laughs> to not get wound up in the long run, because like, you know, both of us, we've talked, and, and all the all the listeners here have heard me talk about anxiety and all sorts of things and, yeah yeah uh obviously like uh you know when you get into the world of therapy and pe- people are figuring out what relation early relationships that put seeded something in and that makes yeah, you insecure yeah. or that makes you worried about someone's reaction it means like literally like i was you know I won't go into it but we were talking just before we went on air uh i i sometimes i'm dealing with a situation where i have got to have a fucking pit of of angst and despair about just um asking you know setting boundaries with certain people right Mm -hmm. i find it so fucking difficult and i'm so jealous of people who are within their bodies have not got just the basic anxiety of life of like you know like feeling triggered if you like that that feeling of being triggered by something and then worrying Oh God! It'd be so nice just to be yeah, just kind not of like, to have that that sizzle of anxiety. Just, just I just want to be a fucking stomach, yeah. boring glass of milk that 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 doesn't get wound up or doesn't. I just want to be Derek Derek Brown on a rock choir, basically. Absolutely. I mean, that, maybe that. But the thing is, maybe all along, maybe that's the answer: is the acceptance. It's that it's that level of acceptance that makes someone steady rather than. Yeah, you know, like because, like, if you if you do hate things like the way the way we're describing, which sounds really negative, the mm. the reverse side of it is how deeply you feel and love the things that you do love and the art that you love and the music that you love, and mm-hmm. it's like that's the trade off. Is if you think something's just rubbish and bland, it'll wind you up, but the but but you you know if you've got that sort of artistic soul, then you, what what the good stuff means to you. A, a Derek Brown could never really quite get his head round. No, he'll never understand it. And the other thing, you know, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing, as in our professional lives. You know, writing comedy and being comedy. We, I wouldn't have that intel or comedy. I now, don't so want to do it anymore. I just want to. I just want to be a I mean? plumber no, with just, no feelings. Yeah, I just plumber <laughs> with. That's what I want. I just want to be an elderly plumber who's nearly just like. F- Counting down the days to yeah, we're gonna retire. Got a caravan down in the down in on Whiz the east Beach. coast yeah. and just down in walk Caste, around yeah, in yeah. my sandals, not giving a shit anymore. Uh, sounds like fucking heaven to me, mate. Yeah, and he just brings you know he brings he bought a pat lunch with him, with uh, in a Tupperware that had an, an elastic band around it, which I thought was quite sweet because obviously the catch had gone on it, and I reckon. That to keep the lid on, I reckon his wife had made it for him, and yeah, it's that kind of lovely, gentle routine. Yeah, you know, I sometimes jealous of. I look out the window and I just see this is chap. He's probably not that much older than me. He's probably sort of late sixties or something. But I just see him walk out of his house down the road, and five minutes later he comes back with a paper under his arm. I think, oh, every day, lovely, lovely, nice cup of tea. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like a really idyllic life. Well, yeah, you know, there's something to be said for it. So let's there not, is. let's not 
leave anyone with the impression that we really fucking hate everyone and that we're horrible and that no, I don't. I don't. It's we, just uh, yeah, Zig Heil and Heil Hitler and <laughs> want to tip people out of the widget. <laughs> but it's fun admitting yeah. that you've got that beast within. inside you. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, that if that doesn't um, epitomise having a stupid heart, I don't know what does, Miles Chapman. Thank you, Nico Tatarovich. That All was right, a, that was son. a. Is it Nico or Nico? Oh, it's Nico, isn't it? Yeah. And he's, so I've never asked you this, but is Nico, is it your full name or is that just a shortened Nicholas. version of it? It's Nicholas, right. My mum called me Nico. I think I've been through this before, so I'm sorry it'd be boring for people. No, no, but it's not boring at all. She wouldn't say my dad's name, which was Nick, so she called me Nico. There you go. Uh, so my name no, is born of hatred. <laughs> think about that. Wow. And you wonder why I've wow. got fucking anxiety and fucking... Goose step round the fucking car park before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's a shame I couldn't have gone through um, uh, a pint with you. Well, but, you it know, won't be long. There's... We're getting there, aren't no. we? It's getting warmer. Yeah, definitely. All right, mate. Uh, well, all right, mate. But that was that was lovely having a chat. Thank you very uh, much for joining us on the show, ladies and gentlemen. You've been listening to Stupid Hearts Club podcast with Miles Chapman and me. Here we go. I'm going to end on a tune. I'm going to stick a tune on on the end of this. Don't know what it is yet. I will join you again in a minute, everyone. See you in a bit. Bye. Uh, yeah. No, no. I, you know, I'm mean, like that. I, 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 I, you know, I'm mean, like that. You know, I'm like that. Oh, silly boy. What a silly, silly man. But you know, um, he, like I said, he makes he makes us all laugh. Good fun, good fun. I Right, so as I said, I'll end on a tune. I'm going to dig something out. Let's have a look. Okay, yeah. So uh, a band that I used to be in, and let's be very clear, we never got anywhere, although we, we played some fun gigs, got a tiny bit of radio play here and there, just like by keen local small new band sort of DJs. And But we're all still really good mates, and we recorded our album after the band had really stopped being a band, just so that we all had something that we got out of it. So we yeah, we recorded uh, this song, um, not, not, not being mawkish, but I thought it was sort of uh, maybe relevant just because it's called Get Your War On. And this was written back back in the day, uh, back in the days where we were all worrying about uh, Iraq, the Iraq war rather than uh, the one that we're experiencing now. So it's a little little uh, tongue-in-cheek, salty little pop tune, having a pop at George Bush and his dad. And uh, did it did it change the world, the song? Well, uh, are they still in charge? Exactly. So I think we'll all, we can all agree that my song, Get Your War On, took down the Bush family in, uh, in quite a catchy way. So here's Get Your War On which I'm just going to say is by Stupid Hearts Club, because that's me. But we were called The Above at the time, if anyone wants to find that on, I don't know, SoundCloud. Anyway, yeah, here's one of my songs, Get Your War On. It's an oldie. Enjoy. See you next week.
Remember, if you love the show in a deep and probably unhealthy way, you can help support it on an ongoing and stalky basis on patreon.com forward slash stupid hearts club. Uh, your choice. See you soon, you internet weirdos. I I'm, I'm one. <laughs>